Yo, yo, yo. Oh, shit. Good. Finally. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, weird. Yeah, I, I had the same microphone plugged in everything. I don't know why it didn't work first time, but we're in here now. That's all that matters. It don't matter. We're good. Uh, yeah. give, me, give, me, give, me, give me one second. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, my man. Okay. No, these apps are. They work sometimes. They don't work sometimes. Because I tried to join like like five times and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's fuck. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you clear. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you loud and clear. Okay, I got headphones in. Gotcha. I'm ready to go. Ready gotcha. to go. So, so what's new? Man, the newest thing. Because you know I'm always doing new things, new experiments. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always <laughs> with something uh, well today actually does mark 60 days of semen retention I holy was... shit dude congratulations yeah. appreciate that man um definitely something that's you know hasn't been the easiest but the longer i go it's like that those urges you know to to go back to in a sense my old self it's like mm-hmm. it they're really gone you know the, the habit isn't there exactly exactly yeah. That exactly. it it's like a it's a thing of comfort, right? Like for yeah. me, it's a release of stress, right? So exactly, clearly I failed, but I've been you know going through it on my own end here, so mm-hmm. I don't really care. I'll get back to it when things get back on track. I need to get of some course. shit sorted out, and then yeah, you know. But dude, um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Do you find it a lot easier to retain semen when you're not talking to women, dude? I'm telling you right now, and, and listen, look what I'm about to break down what you said. It's easier to retain whenever you're not talking to any women. I'm saying, I'm saying like multiple, like, you know, trying to just put yourself out there and, and talk to multiple. If you're just focusing your energy on one or obviously none, then I truly feel like it'd be a lot easier. I truly do. Truly, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. One hundred percent. Because the moment that this chick sort of like not one hundred percent, and I don't think it's her fault. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But our communication dropped dramatically. Yeah. The the moment like it, it's Chinese New Year where she is. Oh, okay. And apparent. I, See, we don't know this shit, but apparently it's like a huge deal over there. Mm. Right? Like massive, like bigger than ours. And like, if you really think about it, it should be because there's tons of Chinese people and it's their fucking new year. So it should be a big deal. Right? I just don't know the magnitude of it. So like this, um, the, the, she's been spending a lot more time with family doing this and this and this and this for Chinese New Year. And like, it's going over weekends. So like in the back of my head, I'm just like, like, if, dude, if this happened in the Western world and some girl, some woman did not talk to you over the weekends, but talk to you every day after her work, which is when she had free time that she says, what would you think? Yeah, I mean, right. Because that's the way Western women work. I don't know how Eastern women work. Exactly. She maybe she exactly. maybe slammed with work. She you yeah. know like on her profile it says that she's a fashion editor. Dude, 
think about Chinese New Year. Think about how big fashion probably is. Right. So like she's she's been working overtime. She's been putting in a lot of work and she's spending the rest of the time with family. What bothers me is that when she doesn't connect with me, I feel like and, and dude, I think I'm rightfully so to feel a certain way about certain things. Like if someone does not if someone is supposed to be like, in a sense, not necessarily your friend, but like either your companion or close to you, like a best friend, mm-hmm. right? Let's yeah. say that that should be day to day contact. Like you should be talking to each other every fucking day mm-hmm. and like making plans to do stuff, kicking it. And, and I don't give a fuck what age you are. That should not change. Yeah. Right. There should always be. Right. And so when we don't like, okay, do you know what 10 minutes out of a, a person's day is hmm. less than 1%. Yeah. Less, less than 1%. If you cannot make time for people in your day, this is, dude, and this is how geniuses think. This is why, like, IQ tests are hard for some people and super easy for others. It's mm-hmm. slanted towards people that think a certain way. Yeah. Right? And so this is how I think. If I am, if, if you don't have time in your day to talk to me, That means that I'm less than 1%. Or if you don't have 10 minutes of your day to talk to me, it means that I'm less than 1% to you. And if you really think about it, that's an awful feeling. To be less than, than, to to either be no percentage in someone's life or to be less than 1% is a super shitty feeling. Yeah. We just don't put the math to it. All it takes is 10 minutes a day. Yeah, I agree. and, and the thing is, that's not a fucking punishment. You should want to talk to that person. Why the yeah. fuck are you friends with them? Why are you a companion with them? If you can't fucking put out 10 minutes a day, at least bare minimum. What it is, is we, this is what I told you a long time ago. We breed fakeness. Like, why is that person in your life if they're not bringing any true value? That's pretty much what mm-hmm. you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, because that's probably why don't want to talk to them because they don't bring any true value in your life so why are they you know why are they in your life it's true mm-hmm. truly i mean that's that's what i feel me too man 100 percent. like it's fucking it's frustrating as shit because mm-hmm. i get it i understand mm-hmm. right i have but i have a different relationship with like how shit works yeah right like i'm I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm more in tune with my emotions, but I think I'm more in tune with how emotions work. Yeah. Right. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not your mind that's upset that someone isn't talking to you or paying attention to you. It's your fucking heart. Mm -hmm. That's what's coming and going, okay, the, their mind, what, what they said to us is this, but they're treating us like this. Mm -hmm. There's something in between there that isn't fucking computing and that's where you feel. Yeah. You feel that in-between tension of something not uh, of, of their end and your end not lining up properly. Yeah. Right? Some people might be okay with not talking to their, you know, companion or significant every day when it's long distance. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. I see absolutely 
no point. Like, dude, here's another way to look at it. I'm very, and, and dude, I'm very, very, very good at looking at things both optimistically and pessimistically. Mm-hmm. Right? So here's another pessimistic view at it. Right? They, if, if, if that person is not willing to give you time in their day, even if it's 10 minutes, but they are willing to put up with people stealing their time. Exactly. People that they don't like, that mm-hmm. they will complain to you about but they will still give that motherfucker more attention than you, you are worth less to them. And see, I like how you said significant other, um, because think of it like this. You can have a girl that's your friend, but see, whenever you put in same thing with like a boy, that's your friend. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is the reason that we put that significant other, you know, the reason that they are that title is I thought, because that we're going to communicate a certain way, communicate more than just like a friend. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like that is literally why. So I, I feel like that's not wrong. You know, I feel like, yeah, if you go, you know, a day or two, you know, you don't talk to your, your, your friends, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You guys mm-hmm. still have that connection, you know, still connect, you know, don't just go, you know, very long periods, you know, because obviously life and uh, things happen, people are doing things. But when somebody is your significant other, your companion, they're that title for a reason, because you guys have a certain level of connection and communication that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's like, a, truly, in, in my opinion, an unwritten contract that you have together when you mm-hmm. guys take the role of companion and significant yeah. other. It yeah. comes with it. Like, yeah. so there's, there's no like yeah. free ride in life, people. Exactly. There's a price to be paid for every decision that you fucking make. And if you decide to become a significant other to somebody else, there's a list and a fucking contract that you sign that you don't even fucking know that you're signing, but yeah. you do. Yeah. And if you aren't willing to see, this is where things fall apart is when people say, oh, yeah, like the. When people bitch about Facebook changing their fucking layout, like motherfucker, yeah. you signed it in the terms of agreement to let them do this. Yeah. But you didn't read the terms of conditions. Right? You know, like you didn't read them. You mm-hmm. did not read your contract with anything if you're complaining about it because nine times out of ten, you were just lazy, scroll to the fucking bottom, hit accept, hit accept, or like click the button to make the check mark there then hit, hit submit or accept, and you just moved on because your desire to want that thing outweighed your ability to really think about what you're doing. Yeah. Right, and what you're giving up. Because mm-hmm. every single time that you accept something, every single time that you get into a relationship with people, you're giving up something. Now, the first thing that we give up is time, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Which translates into energy, usually, mm-hmm. because we spend time and energy with them, right? Exactly. But then you have to start looking at what else you're giving up. Exactly. Right? Like, to mm-hmm. me, to me, it fucking, it, it, it um, makes me go a little bit insane, like, every day that... Um, like in, in when I'm in a relationship, if that person doesn't want to talk to me and the thing is, that's my fault mm-hmm. because I have to do the grown up thing and say, 
you know, and I made a joke with um, Jordan, who was in the other episode about if I ever say that you need to Chris Brown somebody. I don't mean treat them like he treated Rihanna. I'm saying treat him like one of his very first hit singles, which is Say Goodbye. Mm. That's what you got to do, right? Right? Because if it's not working for you, right? And like, you know, like I'm having serious talks with the, the one person because, you know, like, dude, she's going away for a week on Chinese New Year and just told me yesterday. She's leaving tomorrow. It's going to be an entire week without conversation. This Tell is a lo- where, where is she going? Uh, well, it's in. It's she's, going to, she's going to her her grandma's house, and she says that there's no signal. Oh, right. Again, Thank I have you. no fucking clue. I have to go 100 percent on faith on this. Exactly. But the, but the other thing is, is that she's. You know, like she barely gives me any attention, and I've been really, really fucking good. But that is slowly coming to an end. Mm. Right? I cannot wait around forever. I'm just giving up my life for absolutely nothing. Yeah. I, want a, I want a companion, and I deserve to have the attention of whoever wants me in their life. And, dude, to the point of this, I won't be satisfied until I have their full attention. And then they decide to do other shit. Yeah. But on reverse, I'm going to give them that thing too. Because the only thing that matters to me when I'm in with my companion is protecting her and the little ones we create. Right? And that includes protecting myself because in order to protect them, I need to be good as well. Yeah. But that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. What I do for a living doesn't matter. What we do extracurricular doesn't matter as long as I'm able to protect, right? And make sure that they're safe. That's what matters. Yeah. Right. But if there doesn't feel like there is anything to protect and you're just sort of waiting around until you have stuff to protect, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And that's my fault. Right. Like I get I find people that I really, really like that are um, unavailable in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. Right now, this this um, lady in China has said some really, really amazing and nice things. But they're not, in my opinion, adding up as well as they could be. Now. She did, like, in one of, like, the letters that she said to me, said um, that this was her first, like, real long-distance relationship. And she's probably been single for a little bit, so she's not used to probably sharing as much time with someone, especially someone new. Right? Mm-hmm. But, but she doesn't know who she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not, like, a regular fucking guy. Yeah. Right? And when I, like... Think about it this way. If you saw something that you really, really liked while you were out and you could afford it, meaning it literally wouldn't make a dent in anything that you do, mm-hmm. right? And you could get it right now. Mm-hmm. How long would you want to wait until you could have that item? Exactly. You wouldn't want to, it'd be, it, you'd be outside of time. You'd want it now. Right now, man. Right now. Right. 
And like, that's where I am at. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. I'm willing to not talk to any other chick on the planet when it comes to significant others until I get to know this chick. Mm -hmm. But if the requirements aren't met to be able to keep that dream alive, to, to connect us, to bring us closer and closer together. I'm going to probably go I'm before I actually legitimately stray though, like go and talk to other people like in a manner of companionship, not just fucking around and flirting and talking and having fun. Right. But like actual going, do you see the same thing in me as I see in you? Right. Are we, do you want to build something with me? I'm not going to approach another female until she and I have a serious talk because I'm not going to throw something away that I can't like, dude, the other way to look at it. And here's an optimistic way, right? Mm -hmm. One, rewind a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. in order for her to be able to send anything from where she lives to where I live, think about how long it would take for us to connect. Mm. Right? And if we really wanted to see it through, we would have to be super fucking patient. Right? So It shows that connection though, man. Truly. Yeah, it shows dedication. It shows that we both wanted it. Now, yeah. me, and, me, and, me and her have talked far more than than you know like how it would be back in the 1920s yeah already surpassed that right so like in that sense already good mm-hmm. right and like you know like if it's legit and if it's real then it shouldn't matter whether or not we don't talk right now what matters yeah. is you know like how we feel in two months if she still wants to come and visit mm-hmm. right so there are optimistic and positive things but on the flip side, I'm not going to wait around, right? I'm not going to wait for the flowers in the garden to breach the surface, right? Until I plant the next row of flowers, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm, you know, like she knows this, right? And basically how I look at it is she is far, 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 far out in first place. Mm-hmm. She's also the fastest runner, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And all she has to do is put a little bit of effort in to win the race. Yeah. But if she can't, other contestants will. Yeah. And it'll be her race to lose. Mm-hmm. And it won't be up to me anymore because I waited I put in my time like, dude, I've been waiting since the 10th for her to fucking actually legitimate have a conversation with me. Wow. It's almost two weeks. Tomorrow's yeah, two weeks. Right. Better than this. The same as semen retention. That's how far I made it in semen retention. 15 days. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I made it from the 28th to like the 13th. Yeah. yeah 15 days. Yeah. It says 15. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then I fell off the wagon. Well, it's, wait, is December 31 or 30? 31. That's 16, then. Oh, good for me. Pat myself on the back. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like, almost made it, but was just like, fuck it, don't care. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, like was lonely, was missing, you know, talking to somebody. And I was like, well, fuck it. Why am I even doing, why am I bothering retaining this shit if I can go to the gym, if I'm getting all my creativity done and I'm still feeling like shit? Yeah, I understand. And I was like, you know, like, and dude, as fucked up and too personal as this is going to sound, it was like I was 12 years old again. Mm. Like, I literally, I, I barely did anything. And my body just, like, went into this huge motion of just, like, okay, we're done. And no more semen retention. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, I would say less than a minute. And I feel like what, I feel like what you just explained, and you'll understand what I'm saying, is you going through the flat line. You know, mm-hmm. because, like, you, you don't feel, like you said, you don't feel in a sense, any better. So it's like, is this really working? Why am I doing this if I'm not seeing benefits from it? You know? So, no, I understand, man, completely. But there wasn't, like, for me, there wasn't, like, I didn't notice any real difference. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You didn't see any. Exactly. No, I I agree with what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Right. So it's not, it's not that, like, like, for me, I would simply retain semen Uh now. Um, the moment that I get a companion. Yeah. Because the next time that I want to have a sexual experience, I want to have it with a female that yeah. is a companion, right? Mm-hmm. If me and that person have a falling out, I am probably more than likely going to break semen retention yeah. because the only purpose for me to do it is to wait for her to be like, exactly. in a sense, in my head, pure. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but you know, until then, I'm making up the rules as I go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, like you said. Uh huh. No, uh-huh. go, go. I was gonna, I was gonna say. So since the tenth, you haven't even really heard from her. Well, no, that's not necessarily like it's just there, our conversations gone erratic. But like, if you th- like think about it, so let's say that you met a girl at the beginning of December, mm-hmm. and things went really, really well for the first. 10 days, 15 Mm. days, let's say 15 days, right? Yeah. And now we're like 10 days out from Christmas and like just over two weeks out from New Year's. And Mm. she works in an industry that's super busy and is a family-oriented female and she's only known you for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Right, like you're not going to fall into any category of importance yet. I I feel what you're saying within that time period, within that time period, you know, it's like, especially honestly, that's really, if you want to be hundred percent honest, that's really mostly women. It really is. Women are so fast to just kind of cut a dude off or just kind of, Throw them on the back burner. I'm not saying men aren't, but I'm telling you, women do do, do this shit more. I'm telling you, they mm-hmm. do. They're like, string guys will bong. Yeah. You know? Right, because, like, if this, if this guy over here wasn't, you know, like, isn't fulfilling her, she's going to go yeah. to this person over here or that person over there. She's going to get her fulfillment in one spot or another. Yes. But then men get demonized men. for doing that sexually. Yes. Right. Whereas like, Mm -hmm. 
they're doing it emotionally. Exactly. Exactly. And and like in my opinion, that's just as much of an attack. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why cheating's been redefined as both a like physical, mental, and I guess emotional act. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, let's say you're in a relationship with someone, but you emotionally want to be with somebody else, and you find that somebody else, and even though you're with the guy and sitting on the couch, like, um, did you ever see Black Mirror? Have you seen that show? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the episode where they're playing the video, the two dudes are playing the video game. And one dude's a chick and one dude's a dude. Have you seen that episode? Uh, I haven't. I haven't <clears> seen like a lot of them. I've seen some of them. Okay. So in, in this episode, they're like friends. And they play this video game. And in the video game, they actually end up having sex as characters. Mm-hmm. And grow an emotional attachment for each other because of it. And throughout the, the show, um, it like ruins the guy's relationship with the woman he's with, who is like super fine too, right? Like there's no reason, and she's awesome, she's nice, she's what you would look for as a companion. So there's no reason for him to at all stray. Now, most people would look like, Back in the day, we'd look at it and go, oh, it's just a video game. They're just having fun. But it's the emotional attachment that when the other person either doesn't feel that anymore or recognizes that you feel it in somebody else, that's what hurts. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're just slowly coming to understand that as a species. Yeah. Right. And that, in my opinion, men cheat with and some women cheat physically, but most men cheat physically. Um, most women cheat emotionally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like. Like women will say like or like men will say about women, like her mind's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. She's already gone. She's already, you know, onto the next dude. Why men just do it more physically whenever women will just fantasize more. I'm telling you right now, this is a fact. Women fantasize way more than men. Mm-hmm. This is a fact. So women will already be mentally out of the relationship months before. I saw it happen with one of my, my good friends I was cool with a long time ago. Like, you could just tell his girl was not mentally there while he was still giving her his all. Mm-hmm. She was just mentally not there. She was already checked out. You know, and then they obviously broke up, but it's like she already broke up with him so like probably six months before it happened. Oof. But bro, it was sad because like she was literally just using this dude. Yeah. Like she was using him for an cut it off. Because her her opportunity wouldn't have um, been there. Whoa. I'm sorry, I'm getting a call. I know this is one of my um, That's what it is. Okay, do you wanna uh do you want to give me a shout when you're free? No, dude, you're fine. They shouldn't be calling me at 7 o'clock at night, man. Like, come on now. Come on now. You when know it's what I'm a, saying? It's like work? Yeah, it's my work. Yeah. From nah. yeah, fuck them. 7 o'clock at night. Call me. There we go. Fuck, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't want to just send them to the, um, the message, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I'll call them back tomorrow. I'll call them back tomorrow, dude. 
7 mm-hmm. o'clock at night, man. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be calling your insurance agent at 7 o'clock at night. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know, you got to be considerate sometimes. Like, come on now. There's, there's no decency left in the world, my friend. <laughs> no decency. Goodness. Uh, I'm not a 24-hour line now. I'm just like... <laughs> <clears throat> right. Dude, <laughs> I used to be. I used to be 24. Mm-hmm. For people, it's not fun and it's not worth it. And the thing is, is that like not being mm-hmm. 24 anymore is not really seeing a difference. Mm-hmm. Right. It's I don't have to deal with the people that bothered me late, late at night, which is great. And if they really need anything from me, they, you know, connect with me during the day. I mean, man, like I said, they had all during the day to give me a call. You're mm-hmm. telling me, oh, I just thought of something at seven o'clock. You would think somebody, you know, that, like you said, kind of consideration, let me call him back in the morning tomorrow or through the day, not at seven, eight o'clock at night. So, I mean, so many things like I don't feel, I'm saying like, I don't in a sense feel bad because like, I know like, come on now, it's, it's a two way street, you know, you got to be considerate, you know, Mm -hmm. give me, give me something, you know. Well, it's like. A matter of convenience. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Convenience. Yeah. Right. Where now is convenient for them. It doesn't distract them out of their day. So they'll disrupt <laughs> yours. Yeah. Right? But if they really had put conscious effort into it, they would have taken time out of their fucking day to not interrupt yours. Yeah. Right. So like the consideration wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's no convenience and no consideration. Yeah. Right. Nah. Right. And dude, it's just like the only way to combat that is to do two things. Mm-hmm. Not give a fuck. Exactly. Number one, thank and, you right there. Yeah. And then not answer. Exactly. Do exactly what you did. But because, dude, because then they're going to think that they can continuously do that. I can call them at eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. No, you cannot. Call me during the day, during fucking business hours. You go to a business, you know, you see business hours posted. You can't go there past that time. Yeah. You're not calling up the restaurant that closed at 9 when it's 10 o'clock at night and then calling them the next day and bitching them out for their fucking hours. (laughs) Like, don't do that. That's a good analogy. That's true, bro. Yeah. like. You know, people are, but people again, like, see, this is, this is, um, people, people like disagree with me a lot on this, but I look at how, um, I, I've never, ever, ever forgotten one simple rule about human beings. Mm -hmm. We are animals. Yes. Right. We may seem more sophisticated than dogs, but you got to also understand sophistication is a concept created by the animal. I feel like if we weren't animal, we wouldn't have a part of our brain called the reptile. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a fact. So, like, come on now. We, yeah. we have our animal. There's no way. Of course. Yeah. Of course. 100%. Right. So, like, the way I look at raising and um, and like raising people can happen at the beginning of their life. It could happen when they're fucking 60. 
mm-hmm. you still have to correct behavior because it is a correction of behavior and it's okay to correct some people's behavior. Mm-hmm. What matters is if they cannot correct their behavior, like, mm-hmm. um, let's say that there's, let's, let's do a real fucked up example. Let's say mm-hmm. that we're playing basketball mm-hmm. and some guy always likes to run out of bounds, right? Like that's, that's how he plays. Like he just like, he'll just run out of bounds at some point. He might not have the basketball, but he'll just run out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that correct behavior for the game of basketball? Yeah, exactly. No. So can that guy be on the court because you're playing four on five now? Mm-hmm. So that motherfucker, if he wants to stay playing basketball, we can't just go, oh, let's extend the court or make out of bounds okay, which is what the fuck we currently do. Yeah. Right? By giving everybody participation ribbons and patting everybody on the head and saying, it's okay that you just showed up. Dude, I got one of those. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. right? No. No. We, yeah. take that, we take that dude and we work with them as much as fucking possible to show them that they want to stay within these black lines. Exactly. And if they can stay within these black lines, they can play. Yeah. Now, the black lines are part of the contract. If you cannot uphold that part of the contract, you do not deserve to be on the court. Mm-hmm. That's the way that I look at it, right? Yeah. So, like, now take another example. Mother and, and, and cubs or whatever it is in the fucking woods, stressful situation. Mom has to make quick fucking rash decisions snaps at the cubs to check them in line and makes the and and they make their getaway or whatever it is mm-hmm. now mom and cubs are in the grocery store mom needs to get the fuck out of there quickly mm-hmm. cubs don't aren't follow, falling in line mm-hmm. there's you know temper tantrums this 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 about to happen mm-hmm. mom checks her kids snaps the fuck out of them in public gets them back in line. They get their grocery finished. They leave. The majority of motherfuckers in that grocery store will condemn the mother for doing that. Mm-hmm. Except for very few that go, thank you. Because they understand, one, that mom is already under enough stress that they don't need the judgment of all those other motherfuckers that yeah. don't, aren't raising her fucking kids. Yeah. Because let, let me... Let me put this out there clearly for anybody do not give me any advice period if you're not willing to work it through with me and don't give me any parenting advice unless you're willing to do that the same so if you give me advice on how to parent my fucking kids you would better stay with me the whole fucking time to see that through and see that planting because if you're telling me to change my kid but you're not willing to put in any effort for that you can seriously go fuck yourself. That's just how I feel. That's why I don't take like any advice from people. I don't let anyone in because they're not 95 to 100% of people aren't willing to be there with you during the process of you changing for their opinion. Exactly. So don't. Do it yourself. Raise, Uh right? And so like Mm -hmm. when it comes to mama, and the cubs in the grocery store, it's mm-hmm. no different than mama and the cubs in the forest. They're just checking their own. They didn't fucking yell at anybody else's kids. They yeah. just checked their fucking kids 
told them to get back in line in their fucking pecking order. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, like there's, there's dogs, dude, dogs are a great example of this. Dogs have a pack, right? Dogs mm-hmm. run in a pack and mm-hmm. there's not, they don't just run in a pack. There's an order to that pack and all the dogs know it. And anytime that a new dog comes into the pack, do you know what they do to that dog? Hmm. They make sure they understand that they are at the bottom and that they know which ones are the top and which ones are close to them. Mm -hmm. They learn this as soon as fucking possible. Yeah. But we're not allowed to do that as humans. It's condemned if we immediately set up a pack order saying, this motherfucker's the most important. This motherfucker down here is, is someone that you can challenge for position. I know, I understand that hierarchies aren't fun for people, but they have to exist in some order so exactly. that we can get through life. Exactly. There has and, to be some sort. Right? And the thing is, like, let's, let's talk about um, going to war. Okay, mm-hmm. back in the day, back in the mm-hmm. day with knights and all of those people wearing armor. Mm-hmm. At some point, the armorist or like what they're fucking called, I forget what they're called, but those people, mm-hmm. um, they are the most important aspect of that war. At some point in the journey of that war, they will be the most important person. Mm-hmm. Because they're creating the armor for the soldiers that go out in the field. When that armor and all of the armor and all of the troops are out in the field, that person doing the armor is no longer as important. Hmm. So they can slide back into a secondary role and that's okay. That's what I mean by setting up a hierarchy. Like um, in my dog's pack, like my old dog in his pack, um, there was the leader dog that he would listen to. He wouldn't listen to any other dog, but he wasn't second in command. He was, um, think like in the terms of like fantasy shit, he would be a wizard that comes and fights with, like he would be like Merlin that comes and fights with Arthur, but is not part of the round table. Mm. Right. That's what my dog was like. Right. Like he was, he was Merlin in his pack. Right. And I think that's important, too. Like, I'm Merlin in a bunch of people's pack. Yeah. Right. And I think that's okay. Right. The only problem is, is that I have to be okay with not having a pack myself, which is why it's why Merlin wants a bitch. Yeah. Right. Because I can create my own little pack that God so help me if anybody tries to say do this without letting me tell them to fuck off. And us both being able to be friends after, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Right. But in general, we need to be able to, um, right? Like, it's um, to me, mm-hmm. it shows a, a sign of wisdom to know when to check people and when to let them be. Thank you 100% because you want to know why. Because I don't care what anybody says, there is a hierarchy in the spiritual realms. Oh, so fuck some yeah. people need to be fucking checked because mm-hmm. they have no spiritual fucking rank. And they're talking to somebody that is ranked so fucking high spiritually that they don't need to know. And they mm-hmm. need to be checked back to where they're at. Dude. 
the thing, the fucked up thing about the high up spiritual stuff, like that, like that degree of difference. The reason why the lower down don't think that the up above are that much higher, like the real up above, uh-huh. right, is because they've shed the real up above have shed all of the bullshit that they thought were important going up the ladder of spirituality. Yeah. And it came yeah. down to one motherfucking thing. Yep. How do you feel about yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about your place in the world? Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about the people around you and the mm-hmm. rest of it? Mm-hmm. That's it. Life is super fucking simple. Yep. How do you feel about yourself? It's yeah. a real simple answer, isn't it? Yes, I want. Yeah. Right? And it goes like this, right? How do you feel about yourself in the world? Right? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about yourself, dude? I love myself and I view myself as, um, I'd right. say. One I, word answer. One word answer. We'll love. 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 Okay. Easy. So, so good. Okay. Now, this is actually when you cement and make that actual choice. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Final. There we go. Right? Like that's done. Shit. Someone is here. Roommate's home. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, Cola. Come see your dad. I'm going to go in my room. We don't have to, we don't have to close shop down. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm let... about to say. Okay. No, no, no. We're good. I'm just going to go in my room. I'm going to let him know. Go see Cola. Yo, E. E. I'm on the phone. I'll be in my room. I'll come out and see you after, okay? There we go. See? Simple shit, right? (laughs) Or here's the other way that I could have done that. I could have just gone in my room, not said hello, been completely rude, and allow questions to come up. Not that they would, but, you know, like, you know how we, um, we make stuff up in our heads that isn't necessarily true or false until we get actual data, mm-hmm. right? Like you could be, something could have happened and you could be having like a bad day mm-hmm. and you walk into the house and because you're unsure of where you stand with certain people and they're not necessarily in the best mood, you might actually think that they're mad at you. But in reality, they're just having a bad day. And it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Right? But we make this shit up in our head. Right? So, like, what I like to do is to sort of, like, fast track all of that and go, what could be any issues in this situation? Okay. Just, you know, like, let him know that you're going to be in your room. Because he's got, like, company, too. So, I don't want to be rude and just be, like, in my room. But I was already pre-engaged with this. Right. So like I to me, that's what communication is. Right. And what communication does is it leaves out doubt. Mm -hmm. It leaves no like it leaves no room for it. Right. Think about this. Um, Let's say that tomorrow or let's say on Saturday we decided to record at the same time we did today. So around 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Um. 6 p.m. your time. Central? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, about to say, I think it's central. I, man, I'm not a time zone dude, but I'm pretty sure it's central. Right. Um, yeah, pretty sure. But like, okay. <laughs> right. So like, let's say that we decided to do that and we said, yeah. okay, cool. Now, do you have like, because of our past and like actually getting stuff done, right? Mm-hmm. You should have no doubt that I will be there at four o'clock calling you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that it's not a bad thing to check in that morning and go, hey, are we still on for today? Exactly. Right? Once you say yes or no, that will be the defining moment of going, I no longer have to check in with this motherfucker. I can let the whole day go by and at four o'clock call him without checking in. And that guy should call on his end because it's 6 p.m. your time. Mm -hmm. And you should answer that call because you should be looking forward to it because you also want to record with me. Exactly. Right. So that like is, I think a huge fundamental of what's missing on the planet is not necessarily just the, Hey, like the, the, um, we have such lack of communication on the planet and that's why we have so much doubt. Mm -hmm. Right. Because people are doubting stuff all the fucking time. And when that doesn't get recorrected, with new data, right? That's why, that's why, like, when, if you notice me, I'll be erratic in some moments, and then, like, a day or two later, I'll be absolutely okay, and it's simply because I've gotten new data. Yeah. I'm able to update my files with new shit and know where the fuck, because, again, it comes down to how I feel about myself, how I feel about my place in the world. If I'm uncertain about my place in the world, how am I going to feel about myself? Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's important to me to have certain people in my life and it's important to me to keep a uh, construct with them about, you know, like how things work. Right. The moment like it, this is dude, I want, I run on like optimum efficiency. Right. So the less doubt that I have to face, the better I am. And the more connected I can just be to imagination and not worry about other people. But the moment that I have to start doubting that connection, it's almost like this, dude, if I can connect 100% to imagination, it's almost as if I get like a bonus and a multiplier that doubles it. But the moment that I have to disconnect a little bit from imagination, Mm -hmm. that bonus goes away. And now I'm running under efficiency in my opinion. Right. So like if I have to doubt, like, dude, if I have to doubt that you want to, I don't, I don't, um, I have no clue when we're going to record next, but I don't doubt that we are. Of course. I like, I know that we will record at some point. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if I ever start to doubt it, I will ask you. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that I will start to doubt it if we start to, um, I, I will doubt it if you continuously blow me off. Like, let's not say you. I don't want to put you because you're not the type of guy that would do this. I know. But I know. Say, in general, but like just, somebody, yeah, right? Like somebody who doesn't have the guts or the courage to say, I don't want to do this anymore. So instead of saying that, they let it just sort of um, like there's a difference between two people deciding something to drift, drifting apart. And that's that. And there's a difference between one person drifting because they're a coward and doesn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, 
they just they drift on and actually saying, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. And the other person saying, okay, how can we fix it? And they're just like, no, 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 no. That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. And they're like, yeah. No, I just want out. Exactly. Right. And the the hard part isn't the, the the hard part is like depending on who you are as a being, it's either super simple to just let people go or it's super fucking hard. Dude, and like this is about to sound off topic, but I like trust me, it's it's exactly what you're saying. Like so I had one of the people, you know, that I'm 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 cool with, you know, that's keeping it uh in a sense real with me. So I had him over the other weekend at my house, um, you know, where I live, my apartment thing. Um, and, like, I made some food, you know. I made, uh, like, some vegetables, sweet potato and a potato for him, this and that. And he was saying how, how good the food was and this and that. And he, he couldn't even finish it all. But, mind you, he weighs, like, 100 pounds more than he's a, he's a football dude. So that's why he's so big and everything. Like, mm-hmm. he's doing football. And um, he was, he's, like, I'm full this and that, you know what I'm saying? Um, the food was really good, though. You know, it was great. But he was like, I'm full. I can't eat anymore. Mind you, I ate all my food. And like I said, I weigh 100 pounds less than them. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I understand you said you're full. But, like, how did you not eat as much as me? Then then, re- then go forward two hours later or an hour and a half later, he, he wanted to order some food. So what did he not keep real with me? Did he really like the food? Yeah. Were you really full? Nah, man, he, I don't think he liked the food. He didn't like it at all. That's what I'm trying to tell you, mm-hmm. that people can't even keep. And I kept asking him, like, do you really like it? Like, we can get something else. We can make something. He's like, oh, yeah, man, it was so good. He barely even ate any of it. Yeah. But was telling me, oh, I'm so full. So I'm telling you, like, people cannot keep it real with you. Like, it's hard <laughs> for people to keep it real with you. And you that's sad, situations. Man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, do you see why? And the reason I said the situation, because you see how little it was for him to say. Maybe yeah. I just, you know, I don't like this or, you know, just to say something. How yeah. little, how little that would be minuscule just to and, say that. And how much stronger that would have made your relationship. Thank you. Right. Like, it's the little things, man. Like, you should little be things. able to, like, dude, when my friends finally understood what no meant with me, uh huh, yeah, our relationship got better. Yeah. Right. Like, I was able to say, no, I don't want to do that. No, mm-hmm. I don't like this. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of, like, being comfortable. So, like, one, that dude's not yep. comfortable correcting people. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, um, but the other thing is, is that like, what else is that now going to lead to? And, 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 and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, if you can't even tell me just, it's just like I said, something so minuscule like that. Like, what else are you really not telling me? What else are you withholding? If you get what I'm saying. Because, man, that's minuscule. If you can't tell me that, like, the food, you know, maybe didn't come out how you wanted to or you didn't like it how you thought you would, just tell me. Because he's sitting there, bro, I'm telling you, like, he was hyping up the food, like, and in my head the whole time he doesn't understand. Like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to think you hyping up some food that you didn't even eat really any of? Come on, what does that mean? Okay, so 
I mean, honestly, here's, what would here's, you what's, say? here's what's super important about all of this, right? What's his diet? Consist of mainly. What what he said was he eats a lot of meat. Yeah. So that's what he was saying that it was missing from it. But what I'm saying was No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying um like he may not be able to digest what you can digest as easily, right? Like you've built up the enzymes to break it down to to your body's used to it, your body's expecting it and whatnot, and his isn't, right? So I've seen people get full on things that they shouldn't get full on. And I've seen people, you know, eat a bunch of shit that they should have been stuffed simply because their body wasn't full. That's what I'm trying to say. Because he, because he went out, because you guys went out and ate after. Yes, we literally got food after, and like you know, I'm saying I got some food too, and like he was literally, I got some nachos. He was literally asking me, he's like, like he was like, he he said it in a joking manner, but he's like, would I be a fat ass to ask to have some of your nachos? I'm like, bro, you yeah, he didn't like it. Thank you, thank you. That's what I'm trying to. Yeah, no, no, and and you can you can tell, and and the thing is, is that that might not be like his fault with that. And I'm not it may just be that. like, oh no, I know you're not. Um, it's more so, um, an emotional reaction because, dude, yeah. if I was, if let's say that, let's say I was legitimately stuffed at dinner, mm-hmm. and like most people pile on too much for me. Like I'm a simple guy. Like I need a bowl of rice, some beans. And maybe like something like a little bit of vegetable mm-hmm. and I'll be full, but I'll be able to, and maybe less than an hour later or like an hour later go out. Or if someone's making nachos at home, mm-hmm. I will definitely be able to eat some, even if I'm full as fuck, I will still eat them because it's an emotional satisfaction to me. Okay. Now I'm not saying that that's what happened with him. I'm saying it could be both. I'm saying his yeah. emotional reaction to the nachos was, I want some. And his emotional reaction to the sweet potato and the rest of the food you made was, nah. nah like, what, what, what I'm trying to say, too, is like, I didn't just make something that I didn't talk to him beforehand. About. That's really what I'm trying to get at and say, too. Like, I didn't just make something that, like, oh, I just made it. Here it is. You know, I didn't right. tell you. Like, I talked to him about this before, you know, and he okayed it. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm saying this and that. So that's kind of what I'm saying that, like, I thought this is what you liked because I already asked you. So I yeah. didn't make the thing that you, you told me you don't like because I wouldn't have done that. You get what I'm saying? I already He already told me this was okay for him. You know, yeah. this is what he liked. But then I saw otherwise. So that that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, then the dude's a bitch. Just kidding. But, like, that's kind of a bitch move, right? To, like, it's not like, actually... That would be you, like, asking, like, hey, Lando, what do you like to eat? And I'm like, hey, man, like I said, like, exactly what I just said, like, sweet potatoes, potatoes, vegetables. Like, I, that I'm about to make that whole meal. Then you make it for me, and I eat five bites. Yeah. You would be like, well, I thought you said this is what you liked. <laughs> I'd just be so mad that I spent all that time making food for somebody. Like, I wouldn't care if it was like, if it was meat and he ate five bites and he was done. If he really liked it and it was five bites and he was done, I'd be pissed that it was five bites and he's done. That would drive me nuts more than anything, dude. Thank you. Then, then adding on top of it, that he could have corrected you at any moment, at any moment, to say, look, this isn't working for me. 
mm-hmm. could have done that and didn't. That's that's not cool, right? Yeah. Um, like that's you know, like that just adds um, insult to injury. And that's what I'm saying. I'm a very considerate person. That's why, like me, kind of it. I feel like I, I was still being divided because I this is this would be okay. Do you eat this? You know what I'm saying? Do you eat potatoes, sweet potatoes, vegetables? And he okayed everything. Saying, you know, so he kept I giving know. you that thumbs up. Dang. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, now, okay. Can we, um, so we have to accept that they don't want to eat dinner. We can't force them to eat it. Right. No. And of course not. Right. But you're allowed to, but you're allowed to feel upset about, all of that charade, right? Like what went down, right? Like you, 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 as the, the person that made the food that, you know, was the host and whatnot should have every right to be upset that it didn't kind of go as planned or that, you know, like something interfered in between that. Right. I see that no different than a girl parading around at a bar, getting a guy to buy drinks for them, getting back to that guy's place, fooling around for a bit, and when it comes time to do the deed, she says no. Now, yeah. she has every right to say no. Yeah. And we have to accept that they don't want to. Exactly. But we have every right to be super fucking pissed off about that, too. Because mm-hmm. like you said, they gave you the thumbs up the whole time. The, the whole same time. thing that you just said. Same yeah. thing. There was no reason to doubt. Exactly. It's supposed to be a successful maneuver that both of us were thumbs up. We both exactly. aligned on it and said, yes, exactly. this is what we want. Exactly. Right. And the thing is, dude, is both of them in both situations, if you really wanted to rarely ever, and I'm going to, I'm not speaking out of experience here, but mm-hmm. rarely ever do two people who either want to fucking like a one night stand or want mm-hmm. to fuck in a relationship. Yeah. They don't actually consummate and go through with it. Unless they actually really want to. Most people. Yes. And, and, and the other flip side of it is, is that they wanted to more than like, they didn't just like all of a sudden be like, yeah, I want to fuck this dude or I want to fuck this chick. They knew at the moment that they saw them. That they were just like, I'm sticking something in her or she's like, I'm getting fucked by that dude. Right. And the rest of the night is basically a prelude to get there. Then there are people who are unsure. Just like your boy and just like the girl in the example of taking the guy, like getting all of this stuff, taking him home or, or go, going back to his place and then saying, stop, no, and don't. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and what those people should do from the beginning is be honest. Dude, it, that's what I'm saying, because like, I, like, I really would want him to be in my shoes, like yeah. you be the host. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not trying to say this in any way because this is just money based. But like, obviously, you know, I kind of spent some money on some food. Obviously, like I said, obviously, like I have most of the food here at my house. But like, you know, you went out to the store, you know, buy some food for the night, you know, all this and that, just for that person to take five bites and say they're full, <laughs> but eat a whole shit ton later. Like, yeah, it's. It's so to it's so they would also need to understand that it's a manner of like res- respect. Thank you. And it's, I mean, yeah, 
if you, you come over to that person's house, like I said, you both agreed upon kind of what they were going to make. They didn't just make whatever they wanted to make and then be like, hey, man, I'm making this. And then, of course, that could be a conflict or a problem. Maybe they don't even eat that. Like he said, he doesn't uh, – a salad. I was going to get a salad. He doesn't like ranch dressing. I didn't get a salad. So, like I said, I the thumbs up the whole time. I thought about what I was making, but then I just saw it differently. So, I'm like, well, I – I shouldn't even have got this at all. You know, you could have just got your own food. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even have to make anything for you. You could have just bought your own food and brought it over or something, you know, Mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah, you could have, you could have, you could have been responsible for your own shit instead of, right. It's just, ah, that's a shitty, that's just a, which, and it, dude, again, could have all been avoided if he was honest. That's that, that's why I even said it, because you were talking about, you know, people, you know, friendships not speaking up. And that, that's the only reason I even said that yeah. analogy or example was because of that. Because yeah. how simple and how minuscule that would be just to say five words, ten words. Okay, so now let's see what the damage is of those actions. How do you feel about that situation now? Like, how do you feel I about mean, moving forward? I mean, I'm still, I'm still 100% cool with him. You know what I'm saying? But would you ever, would you ever cook dinner for him? Like, would you ever make a meal for that guy again? No, that's the one thing I told myself (laughs) ever. No, for real. Like, it really really made me like, do I even want to make a meal for anybody? Like, you know, like, listen, I will say this, like, you a genuine dude. And I know that. So like, I feel like you were different. You know what I'm saying? If you were over, I was over there. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I know that that connection, but like, Really, anybody else? No. Yeah. Like, honestly, I wouldn't because, like, I'm going to do all this, go out of my way, you know, uh, obviously spend some, you know, spend some money on this food, going to the store, getting it, preparing it. Just for you not to really care, you know, obviously. I'm not saying to eat it, but like you said, you gave me the thumbs up the whole time that this is what you like. Mm-hmm. So why would you eat it? That's kind of what I'm saying. Why would you not eat something that you like? That really, if you think about it, it doesn't even make sense. If you really think about it, it really doesn't make sense. And you wouldn't have done it to that degree and that extent if he had said no. 100%. And that's that's where the, like, to me, that's always where the conflict is. Is in, Mm -hmm. like, um, is is that motherfucker should have just been like, no, I'm good and been up front. And that would have, yeah. like, saved so much. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, here's the other thing, though, dude. Let's say that it bothered you to a degree that you needed to actually speak to him about it. Odds are that would end a relationship. Yeah. That's how fragile and shitty it is. So, like, to me, then I start to think about why, like, the reason why I cut so many people out of my life and obviously had been cut out of their life, too, or, like, others, um, is because of that is because I would always take it a, a degree past that and go, well, if they're that petty about this, what else are they going to be petty about? And yeah. how much of that pettiness can I take before it becomes too much and I can't deal with the pettiness anymore and yeah. I have to leave? And then I'm just like, well, what's the point of fucking staying in all of this if the end result is me leaving? So... Mm-hmm. Then I start to evaluate everybody. And for the most part, dude, which really sucks, is I can find a reason to get out of every single 
friendship or relationship that I have with people. Mm-hmm. If I really looked hard enough, I could find it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone really can. Right. Um, yeah. So that's why I only go like a certain amount. So, but I usually come to the conclusion of, well, if I'm going to be leaving or they're going to leave anyways, I might as well pick the people that I'm going to have the most fun with. Mm-hmm. And that's what I go with. Mm-hmm. Right. Those yeah. that, those that stay in my life were cool. And those that exit, at least I had the most amount of enjoyment out of it possible. Exactly. I agree. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, that's it. Right. Because, right. And so like, then you take it back to, you know, and dude, I've had so many shitty moments with people that are just like what you had, where they could have just been like, if they, there was a moment where I was hoping for like their honesty to really shine through. And you don't so many times, like, is this while I'm cooking the food before I'm making it? Like (laughs) there were so many times for that girl to say, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. So many times. Right. I'm talking about the girl from the bar. Right. No, like that, that analogy. Right. Like there was so many times for him to be like, you know what, maybe I don't want like so many times to like stop you from doing what you were doing. And the thing is, dude, it really is, in my opinion, at least 80% on him. Right. You're 20%. And this is what what you're going to notice you're going to start doing because it's going to really like. If you allow it to fuck with you, you'll probably start doing this, which is before you start actually doing something for somebody else, you're going to ask them a second time if they really, really want it. Instead of just going for it and going through with it, you're going to actually second guess. You're going to have doubt and you're going to need that reassurance. Yeah. And that sucks. I've been there too many times with too many people. Doubt is the destroyer of pretty much everything. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't think it's going to fall through, you know? So, well, usually... here's, the, here's how it goes. Like, the first time it happens, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. But the second time it happens, it multiplies even further than what you think. The third time mm-hmm. it happens, it basically almost eradicates everything that you have in trust. And the Mm -hmm. fourth time that it happens, you start to now um, doubt that your your doubt turns from do they want it to more so like as fucked up as it sounds, Mm -hmm. it has something to do with me. Yeah. It stops being about them and we reverse it onto us. Yeah. And what we really need to do is what you're going to, what you are planning on doing, which is not doing shit for people. I mean, it's hard to say, but it's like little things like that, that, like I said, just well, me being the host, you know, me mm-hmm. preparing what I prepared, you know, and just trying to go out of my way, you know, little things like that will stop, you know, because here, here in the future, I'm trying to get a house. So, you know, I might have some people over, but like, am I just going to cook for everybody? You know what I'm saying? Just for one person, to like it even though like i said before i might ask every single person do you like this or, or are you allergic to this and, and and confirm everything still might go south you know still nobody might like it or nobody might eat it yeah. so i just waste money and resources for literally nothing well dude you know i think we all have to learn that lesson at some point where like if we flip it back onto ourselves just cook whatever the fuck you want for you 
And that's exactly that's what I'm saying. That's and what I'm getting what at. I, exactly. What I would do is just what I would do like myself is just make a little bit extra on the side for anybody yeah. that would want some. And if they don't want it, second like leftovers for me. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Smart. Yeah. Right. And so like that's what I started to do. My whole entire life is predicated on me doing what I want at every fucking moment of my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people can join me or they can just stay out of my way. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's what my life is, is all about. Right. Is that's that's what I want. Right. Mm-hmm. Is I want to be able to do what I want when I want, whenever I want. Mm-hmm. And the moment that I'm just like, so let's say that um, let's say that we wanted to take a road trip. Mm-hmm. I would prefer that road trip to be a minimum of four people and two vehicles. Mm-hmm. So that just in case one of the parties does not want to go in the direction that the other one is going, as long as they eventually meet up at another, like how I would do it is, I would say we're all let's let's all meet up in Miami Beach for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say that that was a plan. Right. So you leave from wherever you're leaving. But the plan is to be there. Um, at On Miami Beach all together. New Year's Eve. Right. So, you know, when you're supposed to be there, but it doesn't matter how you get there. So like you're close, you can just drive there. Right. Mm-hmm. I might fly there, but let's say that I decided to road trip all the way for a month across down mm-hmm. to Miami Beach and get there for the 31st, probably before that. But, you know, like for that. And let's say that I was pretty I was the the vehicle that people could like map their directions from going, OK, Mike's going to be stopping here, 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 here and there. Right. Like I had destinations already mapped out and people could then go, okay, on December 15th, Mike's going to be in Texas. So we can if if we're in Texas, we can, you know, like meet up, talk to him, see him and Mm -hmm. join the road trip moving forward. Right. Right. And let's say that um, let's say that the people from Texas, some people from Texas come along, but they take a detour into New Orleans for a bit and I continue on. Mm hmm they know that my next stop is going to be probably in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I'm going to stop over for the night. So if they want to, they can catch up with me in Georgia. Cause that's the next stop. Mm-hmm. Or they know that my next stop after that is going to be, let's say Gainesville or let's say um, where I'd probably really go would be white. Um, no, West Palm beach in Florida. Oh. Right. I would Maybe. go there cause it's yeah. super dope. Um, yeah. And I have friends there. So um, okay. I would. Um, so the next destination would be that. And let's say that that's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right. Or around that time. Um, people would be able to look at that map and go, OK, this is they could they could really guide their or, or plan their trip off of my map because we could travel together or you can go off on your own and just know that by this certain date, I'm going to be leaving this location here. And if you want to travel with me in your own vehicle and we can still go around and do shit um, to be there at this time before we leave. It's really that simple. Or catch me along the way because we'll all have fucking devices that we can talk to each other. I forget what they're called. 
but we all have these devices now that allow us to use data and shit to talk to each other, mm-hmm. which is mind blowing that we still can't fucking communicate with each other all that well. Yeah. And yet we have no reason why we cannot, except for sheer, utter laziness and a desire not to. Mm-hmm. You actually have to fucking physically choose not to contact somebody, to not contact them. 100%. Right? Like, that is... Right? And But the thing is, dude, what's important is, like, let's say that... Um, let's say that you and I were working on a project. Mm-hmm. let's say that on day eight, I was just like, I am not going to be in contact at all day nine and 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that put you at a little bit more ease when I don't contact you on days nine and 10? Right. Cause I've already told you that I'm not going to be available. Oh, okay. So you gave me the beforehand. Yeah. yeah I, I gave you on day, like I gave you on like day six or day, mm-hmm. day five. I was just like, look, I'm not going to be here for 9 and 10. I might have given you that at the very beginning. But I was like, I'm not going to be around for 9 and 10. So anything that you need, let's figure out on the 8th or the 7th. And um, anything that you don't need can wait until I'm back on the 12th or the 11th. Right? But I gave you that. Now, let's say that I didn't give you any heads up. And I just went dark. Not even that, but I like... um, yeah, I just went dark. That would implant a little bit of fear in you, wouldn't it? Or not fear, sorry, doubt. Yeah, doubt, of course, 100%. Right, and then you're, you know, like, and, and to me, that's the first crack in the wall. And if that's not repaired, and really, it's like a crack in your wall of doubt, not mine. I don't doubt shit because I was the one that was gone. Right. You were the one that was doubting going, why the fuck isn't this person here? Mm-hmm. Right. And it depending on all the rest of your life. Right. Like me, dude, if I go out of contact with someone, especially if it's a new contact. I actually legitimately think they ghosted me. Mm-hmm. I will immediately go to ghosting then to they're just inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. Because I would rather be left by somebody than be left on red by somebody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a fun feeling to have someone like, it's not a fun. That's like, dude, to me, that feels like that makes me feel powerless. Mm-hmm. I would rather boot somebody from my life before I would let that happen. Right. Because I want to, again, it goes back to that concept of how do I feel about myself? Mm-hmm. If I'm not feeling good about myself, how am I going to operate in the world? Exactly. If I'm operating by doubt, I'm not doing myself any good. And oftentimes it has nothing to do with the other person. It's my issue, again, because I want extreme contact with people. Like I said, I want, like, I, dude, I want it to the degree of this. Anytime that I walked into certain places, especially like an, like an office or a place that my mom had or like my dad or, or whatever, they knew me. Like they, 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 they paired me and my dog together and called us Mike and Buddy mm-hmm. because we were constantly together. We, Buddy always wanted to roll with, but that was how tight and close we were. 
that other people noticed it and were just like, that's who they are. I want that in a companionship with a human being where people don't really like that. We are both independent people, super independent people that have one thing in common, like one major thing in common that we both love the fuck out of each other. Mm -hmm. Right. That's really when it comes down to it, all that matters to me Mm -hmm. is that she loves the fuck out of me. Yeah. Right. Right. Because then, in in my opinion, for that, as long as it's like, as long as you guys have the same definition of what that entails, like to me, dude. So let me ask you a question: If you dated, uh-huh. if you dated some girl, who, um, you got on the the, uh, topic of like ass play and like ass play for men, and you were just like, nope. I don't want anything to do with that. And she replied back, are you okay with me finding other people that would like to do that then? How quickly would you be out of that relationship? That day. Right? Like, that day. Right? Second. Right? Like, and, yeah. and she, like, she, she wondered what the fuck was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do not want to be in a relationship with this person. Yeah. Like, that's just, No ever right at all period I like I couldn't do it man right and I had to get out right because mm-hmm. that encroached on my comfortability of being in that relationship if we were to continue one of two things would have happened I would have compromised myself in how I feel about my body or I would have compromised my heart and said you know what go fill your boots but i'm not that type of guy because i'm not good at i will share everybody else i will share my best friend with people i will not share my companion that 100 percent. fuck no and the thing is is that she should feel the same way about me I mean, yeah, I'm not with that whole polygamic relationship shit, man, honestly. I can't do it either, man. Like, honestly, I feel like, how how are you so in love with that person? See how I said that person, which is singular, if you want to do other things with other people. You know, you want to bring other people into a relationship because you're not. You you just, you just, that's kind of just your, 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 your benefit, you know, that that person just a benefit to you and all the other people just benefits too because you should be giving all your energy to that one single person not multiple right exactly man no i'm with you right and like and i get it though like i get it dude there are tons like tons of beautiful women in the world Mm -hmm. and but one thing i've noticed is like most polygamists aren't the most attractive Mm-hmm. right so like mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge on like that at all but like dude I wouldn't be able to do it like dude, I wouldn't either right like and, and I wouldn't want like I wouldn't want it the other way either right like I wouldn't want to be that's why I would never be able to go on a show like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette yeah right and watch tons of other dudes make out with this one chick that may end up at the end of it being with me 
but she got to make out with all of these motherfuckers before that? Thank you. Like, no, thank you. Dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> right? But going going back to what I was saying, though, like, dude. Um, to eat their home, no. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, but about the, like, um, so in, like, China, like, this site that I'm on, dude, I get hit up constantly by women. Mm-hmm. Like, constant. Like, I'm talking, like, on a second-by-second um, basis, I'm getting a message from somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. And do the majority of them are like, if they're real, super good looking because mm-hmm. it's just mathematically, it should be that way because the site's not the cheapest site in the world either. Right. So like a oh. lot more classier girls are on, like I've been on other Asian dating sites and like the chicks are like normalish in a way, but like on this, like I'm constantly, and, and so like, you know, one of the things that was really fucking with me was going, this girl has no clue. Like, I almost want to send her my login credentials. And be like, experience it for yourself. And maybe you'll understand why I'm frustrated with you making me wait to move forward. Because you chose her out of, the, out of all the rest. Out of all of the rest, I picked her, right? So that was on me, Right. But I want her to know that I have options and that these options mm-hmm. are like incredible as well. Mm-hmm. Same caliber. Yeah. Right. And that I chose you. So please, out of consideration, pay attention back to me because mm-hmm. I can message any of these chicks right now. And dude, I've been ignoring them since like I've, I, I haven't I've only talked to two people really or three people now on there I think mm-hmm. three people in total I think no four maybe in total but that's unconsequential out of the first two weeks that I was on that site I got over 2,500 messages or 2,500 letters sent to me like emails wow dude 2,500 in two weeks I was getting like a, a three or four messages a second right just of women saying wanting to say hello 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 god I, I have like ignored these a lot of these women that i bet you would be super interested in me if i messaged them now yeah right and i probably more than likely could have the pick of any of those women because I'm way more compatible with Eastern women than Western women. Mm-hmm. Just on like my, my belief structure, my thoughts on how family is on building businesses. Like there's um, a really good line in um, crazy rich agents. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no. Okay. It's an interesting movie because like, dude, you really could do like crazy rich black people. Right. Um, it was done by Tyler Perry or someone that could add it in. It would be crazy rich and then fill in the blank for the last word. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. And like it, because it's just a normal movie about rich people. It just so happens that the entire cast is white people or sorry, Asian people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but in that movie, there's a scene where um, the, the, 
the mother of the son of like a huge corporation slash dynasty that he's going to inherit. And he loves this American girl who's Chinese. Right. Yeah. And they don't respect the fuck out of her at all. They don't like her. Right. They, and they're worried about their company. They're worried about everything. And so during this conversation, she talks about how American women are all about their own ambition, where um, Chinese women are about building things that last. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck, that is such a great way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Your ambition is, is important. Absolutely. But what are you making that you can leave behind to people? Mm-hmm. Right. What are you making that, you know, like is what will stand the test of time? Yeah. Right. And so like that's I forget where that was going, though. What were we talking about just before? You're saying like you, um, kind of like you, uh, I think you were saying like you building with like, with her. Yeah. Like, well, that's like the, the idea should be that ideally, right? Like when you enter into a companionship with somebody else, and I think this is why we have it. Oh, I was talking about my compatibility with Asian people <laughs> or the Eastern yep. over the West. And because you know, like, and dude, I'm even thinking about um, flying there, like, like traveling there and like figuring out what I can do on that side um, under the table. Mm-hmm. Right. And just figuring out how to live there. Right. And I, dude, honestly, I don't care if it's with her or if it's like not with her, but we're together or if it's not with her at all. And I'm just there because what that site has shown me is that these women either really like me and want to be with me or they just mm-hmm. like white guys or they just hate Chinese men. I mean, who hey, who knows whatever one it is, but you know, <laughs> there's, there's, there's confirmation in the pudding, right? Yeah. Now you've seen the results, you yeah. know, so, you know, it's something, <laughs> something. Right. And out of all of that, out of every, like, every, every um, message, every letter, every email that is sent to me, I don't, like, I just ignore them. Mm. Because I want to see, like, I want to show this one person, because that just might be it. Like, it might just be she just wants to make sure that someone will stay around. Right. Because, like, her... X cheated on her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, and that's like some that's some tough shit to recover from. Oh, dude, yeah. Especially as a woman, man, that hits them hard. Yeah. Right, but now here's what I struggle with. I don't think I'm in a relationship with anybody. Like, I literally don't because we haven't, me and her haven't committed. We just really like each other, right? But the conversation, like, our communication isn't there, right? Mm -hmm. And so even though, like, I haven't talked to anybody seriously since 
sort of like saying, you know what, let's see what happens with us. Because, dude, here's the other flip side of things. Do you know what sucks just as bad as someone saying no to you? Having to reject every other person because they're not that one person. Yeah. Right? So no matter who I meet, if this girl comes back and she's actually like, okay, and like follows through and is just like, we talk every single day. We meet up. It works out. We start building, like I get her pregnant. We start building a family. We start building an empire, all of those things, right? But let's say she doesn't come back until like February or March and I'm talking to somebody else. Now I'm left with a choice on who I have to say I'm sorry to. Yeah. I have to like go like, and and the thing is, is that I know from the start that I'm going to have to make that choice because I'm still really into the other person. Yeah. And so like now flipping it and going, how do I feel when I'm in the position of someone that plays second place? Mm -hmm. That just because somebody else exists, I'm in second place. It has nothing to do with me doing anything wrong. I could do everything right, but because I'm not that person, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get the prize. Right. And so like, um, right, like I know how shitty it feels to be second. I've come yeah. in, I've come in second no, way too, man. right? I've, I've come in second too many, like so many times that like I realized something and like they say it in Talladega Nights, which is you're either first or last. Yeah. But like in when it comes to relationships, especially intimate ones, where it comes of like the matters of the heart, you are either first or last. I was about to say, that's really true regarding the, yeah, I agree. Right? And so, like, for me, I feel super bad when I know somebody else in my mind and my heart is in first position, but I'm actively talking to that other person. I feel like I'm leading them on because... I know for a fact if that other person returns, but dude, I don't want to be like, if, if she goes for the week and comes back and doesn't get, and we don't get into like a regular, like we don't actually like correct our path and like get onto a path that I like as well. That works for me. Then until she has the ability to do that, I legitimately have to move on to somebody like to something else. Yeah. Because every single day that I get older now, dude, is one last day that I get to spend with kids, like my own children, mm-hmm. is one last day that I might be able to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a day that I still risk dying because I'm going to go out and do things. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, every single day that I am not, I don't have a companion to do shit with in my opinion, is a waste of a day. And I'm not saying that um, I can't do stuff without them. Mm -hmm. I'm saying to every single person that has ever strived for 95 to 100%, you'll get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a family. I mean... You know, yeah. some sort, you know, talking about kids, you know, and 
that companion. I mean, it's just a family. That's right. You know? Right. And, you know, it's yeah. not like I'm just going to, like, not want it tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Right. But the exactly. thing is, is that I'm just like your friend if I say that everything is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm no better than him if I don't express to the person I care about that this isn't working. Yeah. And if I'm not strong enough to walk away because it isn't, because nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a power move. It's not a punishment to, to her. It's a punishment to me if I stay. Right? So, yeah. like, I can't do that. Right? And so, like, dude, this whole, like, probably since the 10th has been me debating on how to um, not necessarily get myself out of the, the it, what I'm in, but more so, like, setting up safety nets and setting up alternate routes and figuring out life on my own with her, with somebody else, right? And like what all that can look like. Like that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. All the while, still keeping up with work, still keeping social appointments, right? But like, I'm not really like, dude, I haven't really been here. Mm-hmm. Right? And because of that, um, I've also been like tweaking my autopilot because it freaks the fuck out about stuff from stuff that happened a long, long time ago. Right. And like, I'm a weird case because most people deal like, dude, most people deal with their shit in their twenties to thirties. Right. I am. So now think about, think about this, right? So like, most people deal with their shit. They're zero to most people deal zero to 20 from 20 to 30. Right. I just started dealing from zero to 35 at year 35. Hmm. Right. So I'm, kind of all just hit you like a, you know, all at one time. Yeah. Man. It? It, and it's mm-hmm. condensed and it's like, um, mm-hmm. it's the, it's like, um, deep dish pizza. It's just like, but imagine instead of, um, being made the traditional way, it's just layer after layer of like different pizzas stacked on top of each other because you didn't finish the first one. So mm-hmm. the next pizza came up, right? And in order to complete all the pizzas, you have to eat the whole pizza. Mm-hmm. So you make a cut and you make that slice and your first piece of pizza is like, you know, like eight, eight, eight pizzas high. Takes time to fucking digest and get rid of all of that shit. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, I'm still, I'm still dealing with stuff from like when I was a kid mm. and it feels super embarrassing as what, and as, as what's supposed to be an adult male mm-hmm. dealing with childhood issues. Yeah. But you know, what's like a super, like I always but, go ahead. I mean, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say, time and just our perception on it maybe this is the time i mean you're supposed to work through it i mean like i said everybody's life is different mm-hmm. everybody experiences different everybody goes through different things so i feel we can't compare our lives to anybody else's you know because somebody else might go through that 
at a different time, different age, but their life is set up differently, though. So, like I said, you really cannot compare your life to anybody else's, you know, in any way, shape, or form, because then it's going to make it like, oh, I didn't do this fast enough, or I did this too fast. You get what I'm saying? 100%. Whenever that's, that's not how we that's not how we should think, because you don't know how that person has lived their life. You know how their life has came up compared to yours. Because they're, you know, so. 100%. I feel like it's right or wrong, you know, to deal with things whenever you deal with them, you know, because maybe that was the time you're supposed to. I don't know, you know. Exactly. So, dude, I feel you on that, right? Like, yeah. I I got um in a course that I took in my twenties, um a dude, and I think it like I was lucky because like it was a spur of the moment thing that this guy just started to talk about. The instructor started to talk about and or the facilitator and he's like because this lady was talking about how she was like molested or something when she was a kid the whole Mm -hmm. class like was just like right like just devastated for this chick right and she's breaking down and the moment that the crowd made a reaction to what she said he addressed everybody and he's like look you can feel how you want to feel about what I'm about to say, but what I'm ab- yeah. if you allow what I'm about to say to really hit home, you'll understand why I interrupted you and, and why um, how your reactions shouldn't have been how they were. And he was like, yeah. there is two different things that happen. There's, and, and so like I wrote about this too. There was like, there's the event mm-hmm. and there's the meaning that we make about ourselves and our place in the world. Mm. right and so now let's take a child that has been abused or molested and whatnot they're going to make up a bunch of stuff in their head about who they are and their value take a kid that the only thing they really have is now flip it take a kid that the only thing they really have in their life is a teddy bear Uh and you take that teddy bear away from that kid all you did, you didn't touch the kid, you didn't molest the kid, you didn't, you know, like, do really shitty things to the kid. All you did, in our opinion, is take a teddy bear from them. Mm-hmm. But inside, because of their attachment to that teddy bear, they create a similar meaning to what that kid that was molested created. Exactly. So in that, yeah. in that scenario, it's like, to me you holding on to something just like you'd hold on to a knife and wonder why it's, it's hurting you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, you can just let go. Yeah. But, but like in that, in that instant, there's no difference between um, how that kid with the teddy bear felt and how the kid mm-hmm. that got molested felt. They both felt mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. The event may be completely different. Yeah. It may, we may laugh and joke about it. But how mm-hmm. that person feels on the inside is really all that matters. Exactly, because that is subjective to that person. Exactly. Right. And, and, and so, like, that's what we, you know, that's, that's what we discount. We don't. And so that's what that guy said. He was just like, you know, like a kid who has his teddy bear stolen away from him or taken away from him or it lost it somewhere or whatever it was. That event is just as traumatic to him or her as the other event because they're just events right now 
would I want, would, would I rather a teddy bear taken from me or to be molested as a kid? I'd probably want the teddy bear taken. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I've never lived in fear of that ever happening to me. Because mm-hmm. maybe that teddy bear is the um, favorite teddy, like the only teddy bear that he has left of exactly. his baby brother who died. Exactly. Right? We it's don't so- know. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And so, like, not knowing. Like, one of, one of the events is just a really, really shitty fucking... Um, one of them... So, the, the big difference is... Um, the child who was molested in, in, or whatever, like the, the lady that was molested, right, in, that, in, in her life, I guess, that was talking at the event, right? Mm-hmm. That was her introduction to the concept of shame, mm-hmm. right? Whereas the kid that got the teddy bear taken, that wasn't his introduction to shame. Mm-hmm. So the kid's introduction to shame is going to shape him in a different way. This just shaped him this way, which means that different events shape us for different things. And the more that we experience different events and the more that we connect different events to different events, we connect different meanings to different meanings. And once those meanings become familiar with each other, i.e. family, then they start to work together to create meanings for everything else that we do in life. Right. Like me, for instance. I have a belief that every single person on the planet is busy. So what do I attract? People that are busy. Mm -hmm. People that don't have time for me. Because I have it in my head that that's that's what I'm worth is people that are always constantly fucking busy. Whereas Mm -hmm. if I were to rework that belief to say I attract people that have a ton of time and want to play with me. I might have different luck. Exactly. But due to all of the shit, all of the events and the connected events to those events that I've had in my life, i.e. the meanings and connected meaning to all of those events as well, I am where I am because I'm sorting through all of that shit. Right? Because like, what, like, think about this, Right? What was good for you at age 10 is not necessarily good for you at age 12 is not necessarily. And what's good for you at age 12 isn't necessarily what's good for you at age 16 and 16, not same as 25, 25, not the same as 30, 40, 50, etc. Correct. Yeah. Right. We grow, we change. Right. And so like what we, the meanings that we created. So like, let's say that you created something at the age of four and never corrected that behavior. Mm-hmm. you're going to believe that that behavior is correct until you realize that it no longer serves you. Yeah. Once it no longer serves you, guess what it's going to do? Mm-hmm. It's going to fight tooth and nail to show you reasons why it should still exist. Yeah. Because all programs want to still exist no matter how defeatist they are. Especially, like, imagine this, dude. Imagine that Santa and Satan are the same dude and it's the moment that you stop believing in Santa that he turns on you. I mean, not trying to go off topic, but they are literally the same fucking words placed differently. And that's a fact. So, right. And you if you think I'm about saying? this, okay, think about this. 
Santa is known for a few things, but one thing is the most he's most known for, which is he delivers presents to every single child on the good list, right? Mm-hmm. One night a year. Yeah. There are at the moment over probably four to five billion kids that could be recipients to toys. Mm-hmm. How does this motherfucker get to all of these places? Now, take this into consideration. Satan is um, also in Roman mythology, Saturn, and in Greek mythology, yeah. Kronos. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you know who Kronos is? Not exactly, but he I definitely He is the father of motherfucking time. Oh, time. Right? So so is Saturn, and so is Satan, which means that mm-hmm. Satan can bend time, i.e., mm. he can get to many places at once throughout the night because he can bend it properly. Huh. Right? So, like, same dude. It's just when you don't believe in him, the letters shift around, and when you do. Because the other thing is this, and let's get off the topic of Santa being real, but let's continue mm-hmm. with the idea that Satan exists, but in a mm-hmm. different form. In this yeah. form, in this form only. In the Bible, Satan mm-hmm. is known as the adversary. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you know what an adversary is, right? Um, it's the, it's right. the opposing force no. against you. That's what I was about to say. I was about to literally say the oppressor. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Right. So, yeah. Right. What is human beings number one adversary no matter what what's going to happen to you at some point in your life guaranteed death yes sir now what is death based on um can only be based on one thing motherfucker perception no man time oh time i get okay okay right it's not 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 minutes seconds hours but in order to measure Life and death, you need something to measure it with. That's exactly. time. So, Timeline. Yeah. So time is your fucking number one adversary. Yes. Satan's the god of time. Satan is your adversary. It all sort of like connects together. Hmm. Right? But the Bible wants you to think that it's a physical thing. Mm-hmm. When it's not, it's, it's basically, um, and, and like, it's not a bad thing. Now, let's, let's also get another thing correct and unconfused. Satan and the devil and Lucifer, three different things. Mm. Right? Um, I am not so certain that Lucifer in the Bible is male. Mm-hmm. Lucifer could be I eat one, either um, a woman, like a princess in a sense. Like, think about it this way. There is a big battle between Michael and the serpent, which is Satan. Mm-hmm. Classified looks like a fucking dragon. Think about fantasies and think about a knight, i.e. Michael. Think about a dragon, i.e. Satan. And what is usually guarded by dragons in fantasy worlds? The daughter of the king? Princesses? Right? That's like, mm-hmm. that's like usually the biggest one, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, think Shrek. Right? Shrek goes and rescues Fiona, and there's a dragon. Right? That's the same thing. Right? Like, 
um, Mario goes to try and rescue the princess. And who does he fight in World 9 at the end of it? He fights a fucking dragon. Yeah. Mario, I believe, in, um, is the equivalency of Michael in Italian or whatever it is. Mm. Right? That's, I think, like, it's, or it's like, in a sense, the like, same equivalency of like, not definition, but like, right? Like, in a sense, Mario and Michael, like, you could say Michael is trying to rescue the princess. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, in the Bible, it's the same fucking thing. Michael is trying to rescue the princess from the tower and release the light. Mm. So, when in the Bible it said, and God said, let there be light, that's defeating Satan, releasing Lucifer, and letting light shine. So mm. we exist in Lucifer. Because we're light. Exactly. That's why they say deception of light, false light. People think it's this darkness, but it's really no. light. It's just this. Yeah. Right? And so, like, Lucifer, yeah. in my opinion, would be, like, the, the, the princess of, of God. Mm-hmm. The daughter of God. Right? Mm-hmm. One of them. Right? Michael's a son, just like Satan is a son. Right? Like, all of them. But Satan is our adversary of time. Right? Um, it works out. Like, there's a whole bunch of different things. Like, um, but... You know what I mean? Like, you get that, right? So, like, when people are saying, like, um, oh, sorry, um, and then the third one, the devil. The mm-hmm. devil is all about contracts. And if you really look at it, it devil backwards is lived. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, um, the devil is basically in charge of the living. Mm-hmm. And it's the contracts that we make with one, ourselves, and then two, with others. Mm-hmm. That the devil, a life lived, right, um, will hold us accountable to. Mm-hmm. That's why we want to be impeccable with our word. Right? Like the devil's, you know, we talk about like silver tongued people. Right? Right? But you want to be impeccable with your word, meaning that what you say matches the actions that you do whether or not internally that's true and that comes um that gets judged upon later but like let's say that let's say that i asked you to do something right and you didn't really want to do it but you not necessarily felt obligated to do it but you were just like fuck it i'll do it but you really didn't want to do it well if you don't show up to help me you broke a contract with yourself and that's gonna fuck you over Mm-hmm. But if you do come and help me, it's, it's going to fuck you over but a little bit later because it's going to be a contract that you broke with yourself about doing stuff you don't want to do. Right? And the thing is, is that we got to get out of relationships where we feel obligated to do stuff with people. Mm-hmm. It's not helping. Right? It's only hurting the people that we feel obligated to in the long run. Right, dude, like, if you felt, like, how, how fun would these shows be if you felt obligated 
to do them. It's like going to Ugh. a job. Thank That's you. disgusting, right? And so, like, okay. instead of it, right? And, and so there's really two things going on. There's, we can either look at it as, like, dude, people have forgotten how to play. Mm-hmm. And we've forgotten how to play at work. Especially like that's why I don't have a regular job is because it's boring as shit, dude. Because all we're doing is work, 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 work. Like what's, what's the difference between making my friends a tons of tons of money and me doing well and having fun with it or me working at a job, making less money and helping a company do even better. No, thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. And that other company is going to structure me to the point that I stop being me and I stop being one of or I start being one of them. So now I've lost what makes me feel special because you're trying to corporatize me and and Mm -hmm. my my performance is going down because I don't enjoy what I'm doing. And now I'm getting, you know, like ostracized for it. Yeah, not fun. I couldn't agree more, my man. Um, we got eight minutes. Closing in eight minutes, I was going to say, just before I got a little closer, um, after this, I was probably going to make some food, but I have some free time in the morning. Yeah, I did. Um, maybe, you know, podcast and AM would work for you or something or sometime. Yeah, what time? Just so, like, I can be up for um, so that, like... Maybe, uh, say, like, maybe, like, 10 or 11 your you know? time? Yeah, maybe 10 or 11 or something like okay. that. Okay. So why don't we do um, why don't we do this? Look for an email Okay. around 8 o'clock. Okay. Or not 8 o'clock. Um, sorry, look for an email around like 7.30 my time, so 9.30 your time. Okay, 9.30. Just, just to make sure that I'm up. Gotcha. Right? And then we'll go. Alright. Alright, man. That'll work for me. Dope, dope. Okay, so with this last remaining time, is there? We didn't really talk about anything. You, you, you got onto like sixty days of semen retention, and we went on this whole other fucking. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the beginning. In six minutes, you were you did something new, and you were going to talk about it. So maybe you can like preview it here, and we can talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Um, the uh, the the biggest change that I drastically made to my life is cutting out sugar and doing my research on it and really doing my due diligence on what it really is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's life changing, man. That and, and that and uh, the big, that and fasting, that's the biggest oh, things I've made in my have life. You been, I eat, when, when did you start fasting? Uh, probably like four, four days ago or so. So like I eat like, really like three hours out of the day, two or three hours out yep. of the day and fast or rest. And it, it's getting a lot easier. It's really getting a lot easier. And it, you know what that shows me? That our body is just what we put into it, just what yeah. we do with it. Your body will get used to whatever you make it get used to. I'm telling you. That's yep. why it's true. You know, if you really want to change something, you know, body-wise – you have to stay consistent with it and then your body will follow because your body is just going off what it's used to. That's 100%. And, and, and think about this. 
the more that you eat of a certain substance, the more that goes into your body and becomes your body, the more that your body's going to want to eat that substance. Yeah, 100%. So if you're constantly eating McDonald's or fast food or shitty stuff or whatnot, your body is slowly going to become fast food mm-hmm. and um, it's going to crave more fast food yeah. because that's what it is. Yeah. And it wants to be with light. Exactly. So the more vegetables you eat, even if it goes against what you fucking really, really want, or the more fasting that you do, even though you really want to eat, you're training your body to absorb that, right? So I hope that you're drinking good water, or at least water, Of course, while you fast. That's another thing. I've literally cut out everything else except water. That's the only thing I drink. Because, like, it would be like, I wouldn't drink, like, pop or nothing like that. It would just be, like, fruit juices. And then I got to... Yeah, no. Oh, no. Those are horrible. That, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm about to say. I started looking at the back of it, and I saw that sugar. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. So now, it, keep, it, keep, keep in mind there's two different types of sugar, right? Like, there's sucrose and there's fructose, right? I know. And Right. And one of them is a more natural sugar, and one of them is the detriment. Right. So it's really first and foremost, like, dude, but, I wouldn't recommend st- not eating fruit because it has sugar. in no, it. No, listen, right? that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I still eat natural sugars. It's the, yes. the fruit juice sugar that you look at the back. <laughs> you look at the back of anything and it says yep. included sugars and it says 10 grams. What the fuck are included sugars? Why are you including this? <laughs> right, dude, like the whole... <laughs> The whole okay, so the whole layout of a grocery store is a scam. Dude, one hundred percent. I promise you, it is. I promise you, they make all the bullshit food most of the aisles. They make, dude. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah, and they trap you in the aisles, going up and down them, up and down them, up and down them, and then there's like the the produce is usually the best spot. It's usually at the front. Yeah. But like the meats always in the back. Yeah. So like the meat eaters always have to go through shit. In order to get what they want. It's like yeah. being advertised like a motherfucker. Yeah. Going through this whole system, finally yeah. getting to what you want. The moment you cut out meat and you only stick to like certain areas. Yeah. It gets so much easier. But exactly. yeah, you're like, those middle aisles are almost all sugar. Yeah, dude. Yes. Literally. Right. Yeah. There's sugar in almost every product on those shelves. Yeah. So like. You literally, if you're cutting out sugar, that means that you are basically only eating plant-based and nuts. Exactly. Literally. Right, because you're not, because you're not, um, you're not eating meat anymore. Exactly. Right. So, you know what? I'd highly recommend if you're down for it. Mm-hmm. Don't be a vegetarian. Don't be a vegan. Be your own doctor. Figure out what your body actually needs. Like my body thrives a little bit every single time that I eat salmon. Dude, but I don't thing, eat it all the time. My thing, if I was gonna incorporate any meat, would be shrimp. I, I've already thought about it because yeah, that's that's always you know what's worked for me. And I feel like whenever I do eat shrimp, compared to like eating like other meats, you know, what I'm saying I feel like it doesn't affect me in such a detrimental way. So no, yeah. I fully understand what you're saying. Right. Like I don't I don't let the label like of the, all that like I, they're like, oh, you're vegetarian. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yeah. And I'm not shoving it in your face. Exactly. I'm just saying I don't eat meat exactly. or I don't eat land. I don't eat, eat land animals or shellfish, really. Yeah. I'm worried about shellfish. I've never had it before. 
but my mom is highly allergic. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's just probably a test away, mm-hmm. but, you know, the last thing I want to do is to go into some real fucking awful shock and not have an EpiPen. Last 20 seconds. Sign off, brother. Everybody say blessed. We will be back on here tomorrow sometime, hopefully in the morning, but uh, tomorrow for sure. And uh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Happy surfing. Peace. For sure, man. I'm going to connect in. You stay blessed. You too. Peace.